Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. Politics at a flashpoint. Dueling rallies slated for Buffalo. I can't control fringe groups or people unrelated to the rally. We have never had any violence in any rallies that we've had in the Buffalo area. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. To say it's been a hot week in Buffalo, weather-wise, of course, and for politics, well, that would be an understatement. And it does seem to me it's been a lot more about the politics of hatred than it is about anything else. There's a line in the political sand, and Americans have picked their sides, most of which seems to be based on personality over politics. Regardless of the source of the discontent, it will play out in real life Sunday in the form of dueling demonstrations as the anti-Trump crowd gathers along Bidwell Avenue at Elmwood Sunday afternoon, and the pro-Trump folks will be just down the parkway at Bidwell in Richmond. Yeah, well, what happened is that um, McMurray put together an impeach and dump Trump rally, and he was initially going to have it in downtown Buffalo in Niagara Square. And uh, some people contacted me and said, we should counter counter uh, this rally. That's Russ Thompson, organizer of the pro-Trump side of things. McMurray, as he's referring to him, is Nate McMurray, the Democrat who lost his election bid against Chris Collins in NY27 in 2018. And I said, I think it's a, it's a good idea because every time we have one, there's counter-protesters. I mean, and you, and you never hear about them until, of course, this one because it's, uh, because it's Trump. So as soon as they changed it from Niagara Square because they found out that the Italian Fest was down there, it was moved to Bidwell Parkway at Elmwood. And we were thinking about having it, you know, right across the street. And then as Nate and I talked, I mean, Nate and I have been friends for a while. We may not agree politically at all, but we, we agreed we'd separate it a little bit more. So the next biggest place was right down the street at, uh, where Lafayette and Richmond is, a colonial circle. So that's where that's where they're going to be on Sunday. Do you think it's just asking for something to happen, um, inciting violence or for something to happen to have these two rallies so close to each other at the exact same time? No, no, because every time we've had a rally, a pro we had a pro America rally um, a year, about a year ago, maybe no, two years ago. As a matter of fact, David Bellavia was there as one of the speakers. Um, he had the uh, Antifa group was there, uh, Black Lives Matter group was there, and they would they would basically trying to challenge us, and the Buffalo police kept them back, and uh, there was no violence, there was a little bit of yelling and screaming from from them toward us, but there was not any violence. We have never had any violence in any rallies that we've had in the Buffalo area, and the first one that I think that we put together was. Uh, March of 2009, it was the first Tea Party rally we had in uh, right on the waterfront in downtown Buffalo. And we've had, uh, I couldn't tell you how many since. We have, we've had protests um, where we've never had any violence. So, no, if people, 
people are always bringing up the the violence aspect to it. Um, Nate and I have both talked, and we we agree this cannot be any show, show any kind of violence whatsoever. Just like before, you know. And as far as I'm concerned, it's time for leadership to stand up and set the pace, set the agenda, because nobody's doing it in Washington and D.C. Because in D.C., it seems like all they're doing is is almost infuriating people to the point where they're forcing violence. So it's time to really calm the waters. Why not have a couple of a couple of rallies? Yeah, but you know, Russ, it's I mean, great to say that and to think that everything will be respectful and fine. But you don't know who's going to show up, right, on either side. I agree. I absolutely agree, and that's why we separated. One of the reasons why we separated them. And then the other, the other thing is that, and it's been brought up numerous times, we're worried about people being bust in. If people are being bust in, then, you know, you, ne- you never know what's going to happen. But I'll tell you, all the people that are saying that they're going to come to us, they're not going to tolerate any kind of violence whatsoever. So all we can do is hope for the best. Do you think, you mentioned all these rallies you had in the past where there's no incidents of violence has the tenor changed enough, though, to where that is and should be a legitimate concern going into these? Maybe on maybe on the uh, the opposite side, but not on the right side. The pro Trump the pro Trump people have not been violent, and it's been proven over and over and over again. All the pro Trump people, all of the rallies across the country, the violence and any any of the instigating or instigation of violence has all come from the left with, with different groups. I'm not going to go out and name all the groups, but nothing has come from the right. It's all come from the left. So, you know, for us being labeled as the, and, and constantly being questioned about the violence, it, get, it really gets irritating at times because nothing comes from the right. No violence comes from the right. Does anything good come from a protest? Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of good has. I think a lot of good has come from all these protests that we've had throughout all the years. Number one thing, it's gotten everybody's attention. It brings everybody, everybody's focus to what is going on at the time. Look at, in 2006, we started Primary Challenge. You remember that, Susan? I was on with you and John way back then. You know, we had protests and rallies back then. And we had, the, basically, the tax revolt was started right here in western New York. Then the Tea Party came in 2009. So it's been a growing thing since, basically, you could almost say we set, we set the course for the United States because we started it back in 2006. Okay. Me and Lenny Roberto. Yep, remember it well. Russ, yeah. do you have a permit? Yeah, we have checked. The Buffalo police have talked to us, and they said we're, we're all good. Apparently, be, because of what we're doing and how it's being labeled, and because we're basically on private property, we're not private property, on the public property, we don't need a permit. And apparently the same thing goes for the other. I don't know what the difference is between everything that we put on, but we contacted the Buffalo PD. They called me, and I referred them to the, uh, to the group that's actually behind this, which is actually a bunch of them that are behind this. Uh, and they said, we're good. That's the last word I heard is that we're good. It all started with the initial rally planned by the anti-Trump organization. Well, we set up the rally for downtown Buffalo, and we had a bigger-than-expected response to it. And then we noticed a second rally starting, and we decided to move ours 
to Bidwell, and the second rally decided to follow us to Bidwell. But we've had some conversations with the organizers since then, and we think everything's going to be okay. Nate McMurray with a perspective from his side of the planned Parkway protests. I'm kind of proud of my relationship with Russ because I think in America today, everyone wants to kill each other. And uh, even though Russ and I do not agree politically, we can sit down and, and, and laugh about things that we do share in common. And I have a lot of respect for him as a, as a person and as a dad. But how can you say that that's going to be the same way all the protesters are going to feel toward each the other side? We can't. We absolutely can't. I, can, I can't control fringe groups or people unrelated to the rally. Uh, most of the people that we have come in are families and decent and good people. I have spoke to the Buffalo police, and I've, they said to me they are confident that they control these types of uh, rallies and demonstrations all the time. And I said, listen, if you need me for anything, tell me. I'm going to have some volunteers, volunteers there beforehand that are going to be there not to not to be peacemakers, but to make sure that people have water if necessary. We're going to bring as much as we can and to try to make the environment as safe as possible. What gets accomplished at a rally uh, when there's two sides kind of going at each other like this? Um, it's a different sort of atmosphere, even though you're not necessarily right next to each other. It is close enough where that might be the atmosphere there. Well, I, I'd agree. And if it was a perfect situation, we would not have like this direct confrontation. That's why I moved the rally. Um, at the same time, I can't stop people in America from doing what they want to do and protesting the way they see fit. And, and I think there's some tension there, but we can't be scared away from, from a he- having our voice be heard as well. But, but do you think anything will be accomplished at the end of the day? Well, our goal is clear. I'm going to give a list of action items to people that come to the, to the rally. I'm going to give them a list of people they can contact, our leaders, and how they can get a hold of our leaders. Um, we're going to have some takeaway messages. We're not just going to be there to yell. I'm going there to organize and to bring like-minded people together so that we can communicate, share ideas, and plan to pres- put pressure on, on, on leaders to, to, to advocate for things that we care about. And right now, I think there needs to be pressure placed on the president. Now, a couple of days ago, Buffalo Police said that they didn't have permits for either one of these rallies. Now, Russ Thompson told us this morning that he's talked to police and doesn't need a permit. Is it the same way with you? Well, I talked to the city of Buffalo about permitting, and we're not selling anything. We're not, we're not having a festival, and uh, this is America. And the public square is the most open place for freedom of speech. In the public square, a park, is the quintessential place to have freedom of speech. So I'm still looking into whether we need a permit or not, and there is various requirements, including insurance requirements. And we're, we don't have an organization here. This is a, a group of like-minded people who want to get together and communicate and express themselves and share ideas on how to take action. So I'm evaluating it. I think under the law, you certainly do not need a permit to, to gather in a public park. This is America, and that type of expression is, is covered under the First Amendment. You mentioned some sharing of ideas, you know, new ways to push your issues um, that you're kind of looking to uh, gather uh, all these people together on Sunday. I'm wondering how you think that that message would ever be carried across to the other side of the aisle. Uh, Is there a way with how divisive people can be if they're standing on one side or another or willing to come out and uh, join a rally in the heat on one side or another, is there a way to reach the other side with a 
level-headed message to say that, you know, there is some sort of middle ground that we can meet on? Well, you and I are having a very level-headed and and, um, very kind conversation right now where we're respecting each other. I think it's possible in America. I am worried about fierce partisanship. Um, I mean, I am a guy who faced it personally. I lost a a race to an indicted man who has serious ethical problems, and consistently I was told over and over again, I don't like the man, but i got to hold the seat for my team, for my party. And so I understand the problem with partisanship in America probably better than most people. But I think I still have to hope and I believe that we can find common ground. And I do believe in the core fundamental values of Western democracy, which is an open society where we work towards common ground instead of hating each other. Is a traditional rally, though, the way to go about that? Because, I, I mean, you just the word rally, it puts in your head. You have people with signs. They're out there. you got the bullhorn. Everyone's yelling around. And I think if you're one of most of Americans who are kind of in the middle, who don't really identify with either side, you're driving past that and saying, oh, you know, this is why I, I don't pay attention or this is why I, I don't want to identify with either of uh, these groups of people. Well, I think that rallies and protests are part of American history from the very get-go. And of course it's uncomfortable. I don't want to be out there in the heat on a Sunday. I want to go cut my grass and walk my dog. But it's part of the sacrifice you make as being an American citizen is being involved. And these types of activities from the civil rights movement to, to the revolution itself have been looked down upon and people have made fun of. But it is a way to force change and to push for change. And that side has as an, as an opportunity to express themselves, and our side does too, and I think it's a quintessential American thing to do. And although you know, the first time I ever went to a rally or protest, I myself was uncomfortable, and sometimes you're uncomfortable with some of the things you see, but that type of behavior and that type of action is part of America. Nate, you're expressing a lot of opinions, and you have been uh, ever since you ran the last time. Are you going to announce the, a candidacy for NY27? It's, listen, I would love to run again. I'm not going to lie. But it's a major sacrifice. I got two young boys. I know what it goes, what you go through. I know the type of anger and hostility you receive. I know the type of financial commitment you have to make. I know the sacrifice you have to make. I love NY27. I know every little town in there. I still frequently travel and meet with groups and speak to groups. But I, I'm on the fence because it is such a commitment to do it. And I would love to do it, but I have to balance the, the other responsibilities in my life, including being a dad. And uh, I'm not at that decision yet. When do you think you need to make that decision by? Soon, because you're going to see the type of money that they're throwing at the race, all these people. And, I, and you know, the average American, including me and my family, we're not used to writing checks for $500,000 like we've seen in the last week. I mean, that's very unusual behavior. I'm a, I ran for Congress out of the back of my car. And you can make fun of it all you want, but I did it with T-shirts and just talking to people and shaking hands. And, you know, that's, that's very difficult. And to do it the right way against people with so much money, you really have to start early. So it's something I'm weighing heavily right now, but I also know the challenge that we face, and again, the partisanship that we face. I think I'd be the best candidate and the best person to represent this region, and that's because of my background. I'm I'm from working-class roots. I understand the issues that normal Americans have, and I think if you took the labels off of it, and saw what I'm advocating for, I think a lot of people would vote for me. I wish we could vote without these party labels. Until Sunday, everyone. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 